This is episode number 212 with the legendary Laird Hamilton. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome everyone to today's episode number 212. Thank you so much for joining me. I had the pleasure of sitting down with a legend in today's sports world. His name is Laird Hamilton and at 215 pounds at six foot three inches with an uncommon combination of balance, flexibility, and strength. He is truly a larger than life athlete and individual. Not only is he the quintessential big wave surfer, Laird is also known as a renowned innovator and guiding genius of crossover board sports, including toe-in surfing, stand-up paddleboarding, and hydrofoil boarding. He is an incredible human being. I had the pleasure of training with him at his house, and I thought we were going to be doing some extreme pool workout and some other crazy lifting, but I went on a day in a morning when they did an hour of breathing. And it was one of the most challenging hours of my workout life. I uh, was, in the first minute, thought I was going to pass out. And then after 20, 30 minutes, I thought I could hold my breath forever and had complete calm and clarity and felt like I was in another dimension. Then went back into more pain and anxiety and stress. But the breathing all allowed me to really focus and center myself. And it was one of the most inspiring our workouts of my life, to be honest, to witness what we were creating together as a group of about 10 guys at his house in Malibu. And we dive into the mindset of the breath and the mindset of getting in the zone and really how to optimize your life at the highest levels throughout this entire interview. Had a pleasure connecting with him, a pleasure training with him, and hope to go learn some more uh, if he lets me come back and train at his house ever again in the future. I'm very excited to uh, get you guys into this episode. want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor over at Onnit.com. If you want to achieve total human optimization, then make sure to check out Onnit.com. They've got some of the best uh, fitness foods, workout gear, and supplements to take your mind and body to the next level. So if you want to achieve total human optimization, go ahead to onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com. And you get 10% off when you use the checkout code greatness on all supplements. So go ahead and check out onnit.com for more. I'm very excited to bring you our guest today. His name is Laird Hamilton. He's an incredible human being. So let's go ahead and dive into this episode with the one and only Laird Hamilton. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. card. 
Whether you're searching for a home to buy or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. You can favorite homes, share listings with others, and even schedule tours with a local Redfin agent, all in the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. They know how to help you win the right home at the right price. So download the Redfin app to get started today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, everyone, back to the School of Greatness podcast. Very excited. Laird Hamilton in his house. Yeah. Good to see you, my man. You're welcome. Uh, very excited about this episode because of what you just put me through, okay. which was an intense workout, which is really just a breathing exercise. Yes. And I, before we get into your story, I read a quote somewhere. You probably know the quote, uh, the real quote, something about if you master your breath, you have the strength of 10 tigers or something like that. Is that the quote? Have you heard that before? I'm not sure, but that sounds... There's I, some I, like Tao quote that's like, you ma- learn to master your breath, you have the strength of 10 tigers. It's true. Crazy, right? It's, it's real. It's, and why is breathing so important in our... Not a, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs here, but in our existence, yes, in our lives. I mean, you know, and, and I've been fortunate to be exposed to a couple different forms of breathing. And uh-huh. of course, you know, when you're... <clears throat> In the ocean or in yeah. the water, breath is an ever important yeah, thing yeah, yeah. because your, you know, your relationship with drowning. But uh, you know, lately I've been kind of studying under this guy Wim Hof, who does all this uh, breath training. But w- the the thing that you realize is that that your spirit or your soul is connected to your breath, mm. and that when that when you you know like when a baby takes its first breath is when it, the spirit comes into the body just like when the breath stops, so does the spirit leave. Wow. So if you really want to get into like a kind of a little bit, you know, deeper sure. conversation, it's a connection to your soul or your yeah. spirit. It's a, you have a, and, and then, and then it's, you know, obviously, uh, <clears throat> mandatory for life. I mean, <laughs> exactly. breath is the way we get oxygen. Yeah. Oxygen is essential for living. So mm-hmm. it's all about breathing at the end. And then, and then we know through, you know, cardiovascular activities and any kind of exertion, it's all about breathing. I mean, yeah. breathing is, is your fuel. That's your yeah. energy. That's your power. Uh, when <clears throat> you're not, you know, eating food and digesting and drinking water, but, you know, oxygen is the, is the thing that ultimately fires every cell in your body. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that's your, you know, so have you been practicing breathing strategies or techniques or working on your breath for since you've been uh, surfing and swimming in the ocean for your whole life? Have you been doing that? Or is it more in the last year you said you started to dive in and really practice it now? Well, it's been the last year or last year or so that I've really focused on isolation of the breath. I've been exposed to some yoga mm-hmm. breathing and some yeah. types of yoga breathing over the years. Um, but I haven't been so uh, disciplined and consistent with it like I have been the last year and a half or two. And, and so, you know, that's, but I, but I, I indirectly have been doing it anyway. Sure. Because first of all, when you, you swim, have to, when you're swimming, yeah. swimming's a breathing rhythm, yeah. being in the water, you always have to hold your breath. 
you know, so you get, so you have a relationship with your breath. If you do any kind of diving or free diving, I mean, you already have established a, 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 a deeper relationship yes. than the normal person. people. Yeah. Yeah. Because normally people are they're they don't even think about breathing. They're yeah. not even, you know, they're not even yeah. conscious. And if of you it. want to become a better swimmer or better in the water, whatever sport you're doing, you have to be, master your breath at some level. Absolutely. So I you're, mean, you're getting better just by practicing it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a byproduct of your of you doing it without even being conscious of it, and 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 then you know, and then when you do some heavy you know circuits or 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 other types of of you know intense training, mm. you know you know what the breath is all about. I mean, right. usually the breath is what what dictates the failure. Mm. At a certain point, when you're out of breath and you're behind, you know, you look at any endurance athlete or any fighter. You know, as soon as they start mouth breathing and they like, they all, they, everybody will say, they're, oh, they're finished. Yeah, their body can't they're, keep they're, up. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. They're going to say they're done. So what have you learned about yourself in the last two years after essentially 40 years of breathing strategies and mastering your breath now into actually diving into these new strategies? What's opened up for you? What's been available for your body, your mind, your relationships, your health, your businesses when mastering this new way of breathing? I think it just, I think it, it definitely, uh, brings a certain amount of control mm-hmm. over your, over your system that you didn't have. Yet you, you have a sensitivity to. You have more control now in these last two years sure. than you did for, for sure. 40 prior years sure. studying this? For sure. Wow. For sure. Just, just because of the, well, the sequencing of breathing and the way, uh, the way the body reacts to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it, when you get into, it's like any uh any form of training you know you you when you put stress on the system then the system adapts mm-hmm. that's just that's how our that's how it works i mean evolution right. is because there's stress on a situation so there's a there's an adaptation and then we evolve and 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 uh you know so by but when you start stressing the body through the breathing then it adapts and becomes more efficient mm. and you start to get control of you you find that you can you know, you can breathe yourself into real calmness. Yeah. You can find you can use the energy to bring your energy up and make you more, you know, more, uh, aggressive or more powerful. You can control your lactic acid, you know, mm-hmm. threshold. I mean, it just, it seems somewhat, uh, you know, boundless. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. I mean, I'll just reiterate what happened for those that uh, obviously weren't here. There was probably 10 of us outside. I walked in. You guys were already doing the breathing. Sure. And then you, we, we took us outside uh, on your, your pool deck. And we started breathing. And within about 45 seconds, I thought I was going to pass out. You're like, okay, you're going to breathe in a certain way. And I'll have you demonstrate this for a second. Sure. You're going to breathe in a certain way. Yeah. And you don't want to hyperventilate, yeah. but close to it. Yeah. And I remember my whole body was like tingling. We're laying on our backs. Yeah. And my whole body was tingling. I was, I was like, I might pass out if I push this. Yeah. Because I was yeah. dizzy, I was lightheaded, I was like, it's early morning here. Yeah. I'm like, where am I? Up in Malibu. For sure. And it was intense. And we did it for, I was like, yeah, okay, maybe this is like a 10, 15 minute thing, warm up yeah. Yeah. for the real workout. Yeah. But we did it over an hour, it felt like. For sure. Of breathing. For sure. It was one of the most intense things I've ever done, one of the most intense workouts. And I played, uh, you know, high level sports and three different sports. Absolutely. It was insane. But that's, I, I guess that's really the point. The point is, is that you can, you know, you can just be not moving mm-hmm. and put the system through an intensity Stressing. that is more intense than moving all the parts. Uh-huh. And, 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 and I think that's again, part of the mastery of it. Like when yeah. you know, you know, 
because we, uh, you know, we're so trained in, in, in to believe that that working out is is something that you know you bang iron and yeah. you run and you bang and you and it's all this this hammering and then we have to feel sore and feel like someone punched you to feel like that was a good workout. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a good. Oh yeah, me too. You know, can you walk? Oh, I can't walk. I can't walk either. You know, like that. And that was and and we considered that that to be good yeah. training when you can go into a situation where you're you're almost sedentary. You're laying there, uh, you know, and then <laughs> maybe we do, and, then, yeah, and then maybe we make you do a couple push-ups and then yeah. you just go to a whole nother yeah. place. Uh, you know, it, it just it 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 it, it, it kind of shines a light on really what is training. And what is working out and what is being in shape and what is, you know, all of that, that we, that we, we have, you know, we try to box up, we try yeah. to package and say, well, this is it. And, and we have a pretty good, you know, mindset about what we think it is. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden something like that comes along and you're like, well, actually we don't know what it is. And, but they really feed each other. Those, yeah. those systems are all, you know, they're all feeding each other. You don't, your body doesn't really know the difference. If you can impl- implement strict breathing it doesn't know the difference between that and you running and forcing your body to breathe hard at the end your body's like okay well i need oxygen mm-hmm. for whatever reason it is either because i don't have it or because i'm i'm burning it off or but it, at the end it's, it needs it it needs it doesn't doesn't need to know why mm-hmm. and so then you have to get it how do i get it i got to do it through the breathing and so you can if you're if you're disciplined i mean we learned because we were doing these altitude masks training yes. so we have these special yes. masks training masks yep. but they weren't not the restriction mask but an actual mask that simulates okay. altitude sure and you put these resistors on it and it's a, a process that they developed for russian uh fighter jet pilots okay. before they had pressurized cabins they'd send these guys up and they'd fly up to wow. you know fifteen thousand feet and all of a sudden they just burrow in and they're like well what's wrong <laughs> well they're not acclimated to yeah. the altitude so how do we acclimate them how do we acclimate thousands of them in a short period of time? And so they developed this mask system with these restrictors. And, uh, and what you do is you wear an, an oximeter that tells your, tells you where your blood levels are. Mm. So, uh, you, you, you can see where the blood level is and you're, you're supposed to get your blood level down to like 70% oxygen and you stay there for three minutes and then you come back out. It takes three minutes to get there and you do that six times and then you do that once a day and then within a couple months. You can build up to it and you're right yeah. to 20,000 feet and you're yeah. like, no problem. You're fine. But you realize that we can implement that same thing just by controlling your breathing and by restricting it and you don't even need you don't even need this thing, but it takes right. the discipline and it takes the time. Yeah, it took, you know, we yeah. did an hour of yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. The interesting thing was I was doing it and I realized that I wasn't focused on anything else in my life. I wasn't, uh, you know, it came up in a couple moments. I was like, oh, what about that thing that I was stressed about yesterday and about this relationship issue I have and about my business? But then it was like, you're going through so much in your body. You have to be in the moment present of your breath in the moment. that you can't stress about something else. Which was so fast. I was like, wow, I just did an hour of meditation, essentially. Meditation. It's, and it's actually, uh, and then, and, and that's the whole thing with, you know, when, when, uh, a lot of Wim's training, the Iceman's training has to do with, and this is, you know, because I've been exposed to different forms of uh-huh. meditation, this is a mechanical meditation system. Yeah. Where you, you can actually implement a, 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 process to 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 meditate not not an ethereal process yeah not something where you have to kind of you know where where you get to a swami and he tells you to go to this (laughs) thing and you know and from from my scientific practical mindset where i come from 
it doesn't work. You yeah. got, I just, I can't get there. It's yeah. like, and I, well, you know, transcendental and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's great. But when you tell me breathe this many times, exhale, hold, do, you know, do, you know, breathe again, exhale, hold, you're going to see this, mentality. you're going to yeah. feel this athlete. Yeah. That's I'm coming from, you know, I'm coming from math. I'm coming from <laughs> practical, like, yes. you know, this does that, that does this, uh, you know, I need that. I can't yeah. be, it can't be too ethereal for me. Sure. Some people actually excel in the ethereal, but I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, that's not the way my mind You need to works. be in your body more. That's right. Yeah. And this, and this is a way to, that, that it's allowed me to, to do some meditation that, First of all, I did, didn't know it was possible. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's what they're talking about when the guy, you know, I've, I've probably experienced some things that it takes somebody, you know, 10 or 15 years or more mm. to, to, from being taught by a guy in Tibet to yeah. even get near. But you're getting and, into it in three to six months that's by right. practicing that's it right. and being in your body, that's right. not just being in your head. No. And well, the presence, like you said, yeah. all of a sudden you're in a spot where there, you aren't thinking about any, there's nothing else. You it, can't. You can't. There's you nothing. Can't. It won't allow you. Like there were a couple moments yeah. I think when we were just yeah. relaxing, yeah. you know, for like 10 seconds. Yeah. So I was like, you'll drift for a second. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just bring it right And then you're back. like, okay, here's the yeah. breathing exercise. Yeah. So if you can, let's maybe do like 15 to 20 seconds of what someone could practice at home in a safe environment. Yeah. Because you were pushing us pretty hard and maybe yeah. you weren't, but for me as a yeah. newbie, I was like, oh, this is the real deal. Yeah. Well, you need to go into it slowly. I mean, yeah. you know, you can go online and get a course from Wim. Like uh -huh. he has an incredible online program. You know, basically the, the foundation of it really has to do with a, with a, and I, I call it a circle breath. And I don't even, you know, I, I'm an amateur, mm -hmm. but I know, I know that the, that, you know, I look at it as a circle breath in the sense of that the in and the out are similar. Yeah. And then it's really, um, it's a rhythm. And it's almost like hyperventilation, but not that because hyperventilation takes a lot of energy and you're short breathing. So and what so does hyperventilation look like? If you Hyper, just, hyperventilation if you is more like, <laughs> like that, where you start to, where you'll get, you were not really getting, you're kind of, you can get a CO2 buildup, which yeah. happens, which makes you all, you know, I mean, you can pass out doing any kind of breathing, <laughs> you know, or lack thereof. Yeah. But um, this breathing is more like, Like if you think about pumping something mm -hmm. up, like how you pump a raft up or how you, or you yeah. blow a balloon up, you know, uh -huh. you blow a balloon up like, right. So you're in that kind of a rhythm and, and it really is about oxygenation, right? It's about getting oxygen into the system in a, in a, in a very efficient way and, and full saturation. And then from there, and you'll get, you know, you'll have all these, you know, sensations. You, like you said, you feel your body tingle. You'll have weird things on your lips, it your was, ears. I was getting lightheaded. I was, I thought I was going to pass totally, out. But those are totally, those are totally normal, yeah. normal things. So what's the purpose of oxygen, oxygenating your body? What's that purpose? What's that do for the body once it's complete? Well, I mean, ultimately it, it definitely will allow you to work harder, you know, so that if you implement like, like, for example, you can do, you know, in Wim's program, you do these push-ups, and you do them just with normal breathing. Mm -hmm. And then he has you sit there and then you oxygenate your system and you exhale and hold your breath and do push-ups. And you do more push-ups on an exhale breath hold than you did while you were breathing. breathing. Wait, so you could do more push-ups completely letting go and then holding it. Not taking a breath in and pushing, you can do more push-ups than more if you were breathing. Yes. How is that even possible? Doesn't because your muscles when you, need the oxygen? They do, but, but the fact is, is that you've saturated your system with a volume of oxygen that, that you normally don't get 
when you just normal breathe and do an activity. And that's really what it's about, right? It's about you, you understanding that, that, that the oxygen that you store in your system is greater than the one you're getting. Yeah. And, and the, the, to get more, because also you have to remember it takes energy to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> so when you add an activity with breathing, then now it takes energy just to do the breathing. And because our breathing isn't a very efficient, we're not absorbing enough when you compound that with the amount of energy it takes to do the activity, right? right. So yeah, the, the breathing energy, the energy it takes to do the activity, and then you're, and then you're, and then you're behind. And that's yeah. why you, I mean, ultimately the muscles don't fail because they're failing. They're just not getting the oxygen. The oxygen. I mean, we were like, One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all Already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The, those of us who had shirts on, you know, we're dripping in sweat. Absolutely. Just breathing. Absolutely. And it's not even that hot out right now. I know, you know? That. No, I know. It's, all, it's counterintuitive. It's you look crazy. at your like. Oh yeah. And, and again, you know, to have the discipline to be able to do it and implement mm -hmm. an hour of breathing yeah. and realize it's, that you're really getting an incredible workout. Um, you know, it, it's, that's part of, that's part of the process. I yeah. think that's part of it is to teach you that, yeah. that, and, and, you know, at a certain point, you know, it, you either have to be exposed to people that are doing it or you have to be at a maturity level to handle it because, mm -hmm. you know, our normal mindset, yeah. uh, you right, know, we right, just right. got to grind away at stuff. And, and it's, 
because that's an actually an easier way to approach things. Yeah. It's easier just to go, I'm going to get on my bike and I'm going to ride for, you know, two <laughs> hours. Right. Straight. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to go in here and I'm going to grab this weights and I'm just going to bang this weights or I'm going to sprint back and forth across this field. It's another thing to go, okay, I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> it's more disciplined to do what we did. Exactly. Which is the irony of it, right? It, it, it almost takes more discipline to do nothing than it does to do something. <laughs> but that's the but that's kind of the irony yeah. of the story in a way. It's interesting because I was so grateful that you were facilitating it for us because it was my first time. I don't know if there were other guys first time there. Uh, there yeah, well, a couple of the t- a couple, couple of boys. Of I think they've made done it once or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was interesting because I was just uh, so I was like, you know, do we? You made it so comfortable for us. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you know, it's yep. okay. You don't have to do the same pace as everyone else. Yeah, if yeah. you need to breathe, yeah. you can take a break. For sure. And I really appreciated how you were facilitating that. You know, you've become like a master of teaching it through doing it yourself, it sounds, it sounds like. Well, but also that's a, that's a approach that I, I think that I've already always had. I think yeah. that, that that's a little bit how I work in my, and, and it's not something that people perceive of me because of what mm-hmm. I do. They think they're going to come and get hammered. Yeah. And, and that's not the way I approach things. I, um, have, have you read, uh, Natural Born Heroes? Not yet. So Natural Born Heroes is a phenomenal book, but there's a big, you know, for me, it was, it was biblical because uh-huh. I, it was like of the philosophies of some of the guys in the book, um, like the guys that are like, uh, uh fitness natural that were all about training in nature, but they were also all about no competition. They were against competition because mm-hmm. they felt like that it, it really was a restriction of uh-huh. elevation of everybody's individual thing. And, and, and I, because of my kind of lack of, um, because of my approach to competition that I, I always feel like, you know, that, that a lot of our evolution gets held back because we protect information because it's really about, I'm going to try to beat you. So if I know something that I think I can beat you with, I won't tell you because then you'd have it too. And I wouldn't be able to beat you. But if my objective is to make you be as good as you can be, and I'm going to try to be as good as I can be, I will be like, you can't believe this. Try this. And so that's more how I approach things. And I think because of, especially like in big wave riding, when we've gone out and done the things we've done, that it has to do with the fact that we've done it with camaraderie. We've done it, done it with community and really the evolution of man. If you looked at why man survived was because of that, that that was the way we behaved. And it was only when we became so populated and so dense, did we create competition was more out of entertainment Mm -hmm. that really competition was designed for entertainment. That's why we have competition. And at the end fighting and all these things that we have, they're not real fighting because real fighting doesn't last very long and it's very Brutal. Very and brutal. it would be, it would never be, uh, you wouldn't watch it on TV and it yeah. wouldn't be something that, and you wouldn't just do it unless you were planning on actually killing a person. Yeah. So, you, and there's also this thing about the, 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 you know, that everybody being able to do it, like true arts, true fighting or true activities are meant that the, a child should be able to do it and an old person should be able to do it mm. to make it something that really is for the species. Yeah. So again, it's, these are all kind of deep ingrained ways of approaching it. But that's how I always, I never approach it like, Hey, I'm going to hammer you. Now, if people come with the attitude, like, Hey, I can do this, then I might subject them to, to something. Um, but that will be only because that's what they're asking for. If somebody comes to me with in confidence, like, Hey, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to give take myself to you. Yeah, take, take care, care of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm always going to yeah, do yeah. that because w- I think, that, I mean, it has to do with how I grew up and uh-huh. where we are in, in dealing with heavy situations. Yeah. The, the situations are heavy enough. I don't need to, we don't need to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. need to go and see how long you can hold your breath and yeah. because that, what's that going to, that doesn't do anything. And, and, and the bottom line is, is that you can destroy anybody. I, yeah. I don't care who you are. I can stack more weights. I can make you hold yeah. your breath hall longer. I can, I mean, it's like the stretch is deeper. The breath holdings, everything can always be, you know, you can always create something that's undoable. Yeah. It's more about creating something that's doable and how high far can we push that? How, mm. how, you know, and, and again, individually push your barrier, you know, and, yeah. and it's interesting because it's, that's total Wim Hof philosophy. That's total, that's total, uh, you know, natural born heroes philosophy. Like I see it and you start to see it, you know, and in a way, um, that's tough mutters philosophy, yeah. that Spartan race philosophy. I mean, these are all about getting the collective through and, and, yeah. and ultimately that cool. really is the most primal system because that's how we made it because mm-hmm. without each other, in our evolution, yeah. well, what match are we against? You know, right. all the the things in the in the yeah. you know in the world. We're no match. It's kind of like together. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, nobody wins unless we all win mentality. Absolutely. Well, that's right. Yeah, nobody survives unless we all survive. Yeah, and so and so in in, in a way, I mean, it, it's it's uh, it doesn't mean I don't like healthy competition and <laughs> the fun of you know a little paddleboard race or some bocce yeah, ball yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. And you know, my competition concept really used to be more like or should i say is more related to like okay you know you you want to compete with me and you think you're you you're courageous well then we'll go to a big cliff and we'll just keep going up until one of us doesn't jump and whoever jumps higher is the winner so i always thought that that was a real defined through courage uh, courage wow for me i go that's for me i go that's i go you you want to really talk about you know, you want true competition. We go, we have competition with courage. Mm. And that's, and I think that's part of my, the process that brought me to riding giant waves that I thought, well, if I ride the biggest waves in the world and I ride bigger waves than anybody else has ever ridden. And in most of the waves I ride, no one wants to ride. That kind of puts me in a unique position. Yeah. That's your own. <laughs> that puts me like, you know, and, and I mean, it's the, I always love the term, uh, the victory through attrition. Through attrition. What's yeah. that? What do you mean? The by last that? guy standing. Mm. That at the end, you don't even need to be any good. Right. If you're the last guy and everybody else is laid out, sure. You know, yeah, in yeah. the 300, yeah. <laughs> when there's right, only right. one guy standing, yeah, right. You're the winner. It's interesting. And through that approach, you can give all your secrets away. You can give all the information away. It's still who's got the most courage. That's right. So you can just be as good as me, that's technically. Right. That's right. All the that's information right. you need, that's but right. are you willing to go above and beyond? That's right. Me. That's right. So what, what and then I, it becomes a skill thing. Yeah. So then you add skill to that too. Yes. So that as an added element of, because you know what, there's always some crazy guy that'll do anything stupid too. So then, but then will they survive? <laughs> will they survive? So then, which again, <laughs> that's, part, the that's part of the thing. But again, it's part about the survival thing yeah. where like, yeah, the guy might be able to go higher, but if you go up to a cliff and then the guy jumps higher than you and he He's dies, di- <laughs> he doesn't win. Then you still are, you're still, <laughs> you went higher, right? Yeah, so, right? So again, it has to do with, you wow. know, it has to do with, you have to still have, you can't have the element of who's the craziest because there's, because you got a skill. Yeah. You got to have, there has to be, and you also have to have understanding. Mm-hmm. You have to have experience to know where the line is, where the, or your right. line is, yeah. where your line is, right? Because you always have somebody that's willing to be a little bit reckless or crazier, but then can they do that can they year it? in and you out? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just saying year in and year out. Right. Um, so but, what got you into big wave uh, surfing in the first place? What got you inspired by that sport. well environment 
Yeah, you grew up I mean, in Hawaii. I mean, I was right? in Hawaii. I was Oahu where, or uh, I was on the North Shore of Oahu yeah. when I was real when I was very young mm-hmm. and uh, and exposed to uh, you know and exposed to the biggest waves in the world yeah. and then exposed to the greatest big wave surfers in the world mm-hmm. and and then and then having a natural uh, kind of thing about a thrill little like daredevil little yeah. thrill seeker like I just had a thing and you know it's a certain you just have it's like a mechanism that mm-hmm. they I think there's some science behind you know that certain guys are born with like miss I think they're just missing something like the, the thing <laughs> about like loose. probably not you know <laughs> when where that line is of not to do or uh, but there's uh, and, and it's a, and I think it I think there's a, a certain there's a certain amount of us that it was important that we had that because we needed to be able to uh, do that. I, I, I said yesterday in, uh, in the conversation, uh, that the, you, there needs to be an expendability, uh, aspect to a certain group in the, mm. in the, in the, in the, in, 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 you know, in our species. Yeah. We have to have that. That's part right. of what we needed in order to survive. Like, uh, again, no one's some, willing to go against the tiger or whatever. Then we all die, you know. If no one's willing to figure That's it out, right. yeah, yeah. And while he's getting eaten, we can all run, and maybe we can pull it off. Right, right, right. So, and, and so we have that. I mean, that happens a lot with the young, you know, and that's why most of the wars are with young, young males. Mm-hmm. Um, young males have it, I think, and then maybe some of us have it more of it, and we keep it longer. But at the end, it, 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 it you know, they were, um, we were talking about dolphins, how they protect themselves mm-hmm. when they're being attacked. Uh-huh. And, and they put the babies in the middle, the mothers around the babies, huh. the old people around the mothers, then the fathers, and then the adolescent males are on the outside. Wow. And because they're the ones that are the most aggressive and they're the most willing to take risk. Hmm. And you look and I go, well, human species aren't too far away from <laughs> pretty, that. Pretty similar, yeah. We're the ones that are, are, you know, yeah. young male. And then, and then there's, uh, then there's the ones within that group that have that, like I said, that little mechanism that, that drives you. So that's what drove me to, to, too big, mm. big was because I had something inside of me. It was just yeah. this thing. And, 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 you know, when you combine that with, you know, maybe just start to have some things to prove and maybe some kind of certain family dynamics and environments of racial tension. And, you know, you feed all those things into the right, the perfect storm. Yeah. It, and did you have all that? Yeah. All those things for sure. And so no. what was the goal for you growing up? Was it to be the best Big wave surfer? Was it to yeah. prove people wrong? Was it to? No, well, maybe all of those. Like I, yeah. you know, like I had teachers say, you know, well, I, I, the, a lot of the the Hawaiians and the Japanese and the other people mm-hmm. that I grew up with were like, you know, they used to say, hey, you know, boy, you can't eat your surfboard because I'd go surfing every day and I just had to be like crazed about surfing. And they're like, you know, you can't eat that thing. Like, like, <laughs> hey, you're gonna need to work or you yeah. have to survive. And and I was like, oh, no, I think I can eat this thing. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, or teachers telling you you'll be nothing or you know or mm-hmm. or. Or, or being in an environment where, you know, that, that you're white and everybody else isn't. Right. And you're kind of like that puts you as an outsider. And, and you know that if you are great at this thing, that, that they might not need to like you, but they'll respect you. Sure. You know, I have a yeah. saying like, they don't need to like me, but they need to respect me. And so mm-hmm. that was a big part of it, you know? So, you know, that was a big, that was a big, those were, those were the things that fed me, fed the, you know, and I remember when I was a kid at one point thinking, you know, uh, like going to bed, going wishing I would wake up as a giant Hawaiian, you know, just cause really? you can't, you couldn't date girls and, you know, you just, you just had all these dynamics. It was like yeah. a nightmare. And, yeah. and, but those were the things that I think that also kind of cult, you know, that those are the things that cultivated my, you know, drive and passion. Oh yeah. Before and my I... relentlessness and my, and my fearlessness and all the, mm-hmm. which I think I already had the mechanism. So it was perfect. <laughs> like I already had all the stuff and then sure. it was, 
you know, what do we say? You, you can't make an eagle out of a chicken. You can only make a super chicken. <laughs> but I just, ha- I was fortunate maybe that I, I had an, you know, I, ha- I had an eagle's mentality and then I was in an environment for training eagles. And so I had yeah. like a good combination of all the, all the pieces that, that made it, you know, made it something that, uh, you know, it was, it was destiny. Sure. What was the biggest adversity you feel like you had to go through growing up or in your young adult life? I mean, listen, because, because, you know, we all can have a thousand reasons why we're, you know, poor me and look what happened uh-huh. and, I, and I wouldn't change one thing, but you know, we were poor, poor mm-hmm. for sure. Very poor. And I, and uh, people, you know, I, it's interesting. I've had a conversation with some people that are like, you know, some, somebody from another country says, Oh, you know, I wasn't raised to, you know, I was raised in a third world country and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, but did you have an outhouse? Mm. I had to explain to him what an outhouse was. I go, do you ever have cold showers? Like, do you have a tin roof on your house, open tin roof with screen windows? Like, I mean, yeah. like this is how, and, and, and living off and, the land essentially. Yeah. Well, no, lots of yeah, yeah, yeah. But you live off, but you have that. I mean, the local, the Hawaiians, they lived off the land well. Yes. So I became, I got, you know, and that's, and I ate the way they ate yeah. and I worked with them. And that, that had, I think that, that also led to, to cultivating my strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think that I, cause I was with the, the local people that the way they lived and, 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 you know, I always used to say, I'm looking white, but I'm thinking brown, you yeah. know? So, yeah, yeah. and, uh, but, but, you know, the, the, those things, I mean, I, I know that the, the being a Howley was a, that was mm-hmm. a, that was probably the overriding blanket. Of yeah. the whole thing. I mean, you know, okay, money, whatever. Hawaii, now, how Howley's you? a white person in yeah. Hawaii. I lived in, right. on the big island on Oahu for exactly. three months. Exactly. So I was in the, so you know. I was in the taro fields. Yeah. I was exactly. making poi. I was like, exactly. So you know, I know a little I grew bit. up eating I mean, taro and poi and yeah, yeah. taro and it's not that you know, good. working at a big farm. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so that, I think that was probably the most intense part is that rate, the yeah. racial. Really? The racial, that was the most intense. I think so. And being in America still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That didn't mean anything. America yeah. meant nothing. We're, cause like Hawaii, we don't, country. we don't, we're yeah. not America, we're Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Like when I go to Europe, people go, oh, you're from, um, uh, America. You'll go, say, no, it's Hawaii, yeah. Hawaii. It's a different go, experience. Well, that's not America. I go, mm, it's, it's a different Hawaii. culture, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But, so, so I would, but I, if I looked at any one thing, I'd probably say, you know, I'd say that that, uh, that was probably the, you know, that was probably the most intense part of, mm. because it's in your school, it's at your yeah. house. It just doesn't, all the time, all the time. Now, affects who you, you can't date, you can't this, really? you can't go. It's like, everything's affected by it. Yeah. Now, do you feel like, was there a moment during a big competition where you earned everyone's respect or was it kind of like over time they were like, Oh, here's the Howley. We respect you now for what you're creating, what you're, you're creating this pride of, of Hawaii or you're making us proud. Was there a moment or was it kind of like, it just grew over time. No, I think it was over time. I think, yeah. I think there was, I think there were moments. Yeah. I think there were moments that, that would, would kind of solidify. I mean, at a certain point, you know, you have to start within your hometown or within your neighborhood and you earn the respect of the people most immediately touching mm-hmm. you. And then eventually you earn a little bit more as you get more well known and yeah. you're more out there, you earn more respect. But I, I never ever, uh, I never think I'm not, a Howley. I'm mm. not a white guy. I, I, cause I'm never not going to be a white guy. Right. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't ever have that unrealistic approach, sure. which means that if I go to a wrong, the wrong neighborhood or someplace where they, no one, they don't know me, uh, I, I'll be back where I began. Yeah. And, and so I'm realistic about that. I also know I have a lot of giant guys that would back me if I, you know, sure, if something sure. happened, sure, but, sure, sure. but you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I was, I'm used to, kind of dealing with things on my own yeah and so i I, you know 
but but yeah it's it's you know that's that's the those are the things that shape you i mean yeah, those are the things that really you know it's the tempering that makes you what you are and and you know i um have such respect for that the culture that i was raised in and actually most of the time the, it wasn't the hawaiians that really that that were the 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 racist it was more of it was a lot of the other cultures that huh. were there that were like brought by the missionaries to be migrant workers really? you know whether it's well, you know i mean because you had tons of chinese tons of japanese yeah. filipinos portuguese you know which portuguese don't think they're white because they have black hair yeah so right, right. And i'm like actually you're whiter than i am sure sure i'm tan but, <laughs> you know but you know the, yeah, but, yeah. so you have a lot of those guys and the real hawaiian hawaiians i mean other than a few warriors which you know which you could earn their respect some of these other guys you were you were incapable of earning their respect yeah. because they didn't even respect themselves. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole culture there. Yeah. If you would have grown up in the Orange County, where would <laughs> which you is have... what people think. You're right. They which people, when they, well, no, they, people would think they, when they look at me, I mean, cause I'm from Southern course, California, they the think, blonde hair, they think the, that I, you know, that I was the captain of the football team and yeah, yeah. that I water polo. And oh yeah. And I had all the, I had the, you know, I was homecoming King with the homecoming queen and all that stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> obviously you don't know me but, yeah, yeah. Um, and well, I wouldn't be who I am you wouldn't I, be who I, you are I, I wouldn't be no mm-hmm. I would be I mean I don't know what I would be I, I think I still have some certain things that are mm-hmm. that are innate to my personality you know which I probably there's a real good chance I could be incarcerated um, even sure. where I grew up had I not yeah. took a couple of the rights when I could have gone left yeah. kind of thing Yeah. Um, just because my nature of my defiance and my you know, not, 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 uh, I mean, what my friend calls me a contrarian, mm-hmm. but I just, you know, I, I'm, uh, what are they, what throw, I always throw, uh, I always quote throw, which is, you know, disobedience is the true foundation of liberty and the obedient shall be slaves. So mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from, the, <laughs> I'm from the disobedient group. So that doesn't go well in, you know, yeah, in organized society. Of course. Um, it's good out there on the frontier yeah, in yeah. the front. So as long as I can see in the frontier, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I was so blessed to have my mom take me to yeah. Hawaii as a child. Yeah. You know, I was born in San Francisco. We moved to Hawaii when I was three months old. Wow. And so it was a technicality that I wasn't born in Hawaii. Um, which it would have been a little easier because at least I could have stood up for myself and said, I'm born here, you know, yeah. but I wasn't. So I didn't even have that, which in a way, maybe that's mm. just, again, just a little added factor to a little chip on your shoulder, a little, yeah, yeah. Just a little extra, a little extra, yeah. you know, boost, <laughs> sure. boost in the rocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. Now I'm curious. Um, I'm fascinated with the zone and getting in the zone and you're, yeah. you know, from the moment I met you yeah. a few hours ago, right. When you're breathing, I walked in and yeah. you're breathing intensely and then walking up and yeah. I was like, okay, this guy's in the zone already. Right. When yeah. I met you yeah. one, how do you prepare to get into the zone when you're jumping off a 200 foot cliff or you're in a, yeah. in a, in a big wave or whatever you're doing, these breathing uh, strategies, a workout, anything you're doing, the pool stuff, how do you prepare to get into the zone? Because you can't just, I'm going to go surf a big wave today and jump on the board and just take it lightly, I would assume, because yeah. your life is at hand. Yeah. So what do you do to prepare for that? Well, I, I mean, a big, I, I, a big part of it, you know, I mean, I've been doing this so long that I have the ability to kind of just go and do it. Access it, yeah. It's kind of just, it's river, yeah. it's just right below the surface. It's just sitting there like the whole <laughs> Any time. Moment, yeah. It can just rear its head. Um you know, which is good and bad. Yeah. It's sometimes it's not something that, you know, you, you, you know, cause you have the capacity to just do things in a way that you have to govern that because that's the kind of stuff that doesn't go over well in a, 
you know, in a densely populated area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there, but a lot of it has to do with the preparation. You know, I, I'd say the, the real, the real art of, of the preparation for being in the zone is your preparation. Mm. That it's really about, you know, the, the, the way you eat, the way you sleep, the way you live, the, what your relationships are, all those stuff. Like you're not distracted with all this and you get rid of stuff quickly. Like I get rid of stuff in a, in a, in a, uh, I have high turnover. So I get rid of, you know, if I have a problem with somebody, I go talk to them. I, I, I call them up. I drive right to their house. Wow. If you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I want to, I want to, I just want to wipe wanna it. get clear. I want to, I want it clean. Yeah. I just, I don't want to, I don't want anything. Um, I don't like any kind of looming thing. And th- I just want to, even if we disagree to disagree, you know, I want to get, at least you're clear on the disagreement. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm good. Like we go, we handle it. I, and a lot of times I'll say stuff to people and do things that I'm not right, but yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. You know, and I, I quote, uh, Dennis Miller, the, the comedian all the time. And I say, you know, this is my opinion. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. it's my opinion. This is how I feel. And through that process, I think that really helps me, um, have a cleaner slate. And I think mm-hmm. that's really a critical part of coming into being in the zone. Yeah. Because you're, it's, cause you're clear energy, you're right. focused. That's you're right. not wondering about relationship issues. Exactly. Which are, which, which is a big factor in, in your ability to, because, because really the zone is ultimately the now. Mm. Not which holding it, on to the past, not worried and fearful of the future. It's the now. It's the uh-huh. moment, right? And that's what that's what surfing's about. I mean, I always tell people the act of riding a wave really has no beginning and no end. It's just a continuation of where you left off. Mm. And so you go and you're in this thing, and it, they're really. I mean, in the there's ends of rides and beginnings of rides, but surfing itself of the art of or the or the act of riding the wave, that motion, that feeling, that's just a place where there's no be, there's no time, there's no beginning and no end. That's why we right. seek it out. We crave it like what, you know, we, we are, we do meditate there. That, that is a meditation yeah. that in that moment and, it, you know, and for somebody who's learning, I'm jealous because they can do it on a one foot wave. Yeah. You know, the wave can be this big and they go, this and they're all of a sudden they're like, it's like, you know, it's like in star Wars when they go into hyperspace, you know, where everything just goes yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. Well, that's what it is. And you're like, and then it ends and you're like, Oh, I want to go do that again. You know, but yeah, they're, yeah. but it's, it's a really unique thing. And, and, and that, that zone or that, that's what that is. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what, it, that's what that is in, 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 in any sport and, and any level. And when, you know, when people are, are, are so skilled at something that they've done it for so many hours, um, it's, it's a easier place for them to be in. Um, and they also are so familiar with it. It's that they have a unique mm-hmm. ability, uh, to, to be in it to it sooner and stay in yeah. it longer. And, you know, it's just, it's not something, and it becomes, it's, it becomes very unconscious. It's mm-hmm. not something that they really have to work towards. It's just something that they, that they, their body implements. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is one of the things that you've done in your life that you're most proud of that maybe not that many people know about you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I'm the most proud of, I mean, I'm the most proud of my family. Mm. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's, you know, I'm the most proud of, of, uh, of my relationship, you know, my relationship with my wife, with, with Gabby, my, my girlfriend, my lover, and, you know, my children and, 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 you know that, and the and then the selfish side of it, I'm I'm you know I'm uh, first of all I'm most proud of the fact that I'm still here, mm. that I've survived, and I'm <laughs> like still breathing. Because people, are, hey, how you doing? I'm like, well, air's still coming in and out of the hole right now, <laughs> pretty fantastic. So yeah. so that's a big part of it I, that I've had the 
you know, the fortune to be, to survive and the blessing to survive and, 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 uh, that I'm still here. That's a, that's a big thing. And then if you want to get into, you know, what am I the most proud of, of something like of my discipline? Like I quit drinking like nine years ago Mm. and, uh, and it was a thing more out of, out of my discipline than it was out of, uh, you know, out of like, and then there was nothing good coming from it. And I was just, I got to a point where I was tired of telling myself, and I, you know, and I, all I, my favorite was red wine, and I could drink a couple bottles every night, and couple I could bottles. Wait. Oh yeah, not glasses, bottles. Yeah, well, bottles only three glasses. <laughs> okay, let's get that straight. Okay, but but you know, I could have five or six whatever glasses a sure, night, sure. and then do that every night, and wake up at five in the morning and train for five hours and wow. ride giant waves and run around and do all this stuff too. So I could, it was easy justify for me. It, to, yeah, oh, it was easy for me to justify it. And then at a certain point, I got tired of uh, lying to myself, mm. and uh, and. My mom's gone now, but one of the, one of her quotes that I always use is that if you can't be true to yourself, you can't be true to anybody. So I kind of, well, if I can't be true to myself and I'm probably telling myself I can do this, but I don't do it. Then how deep is, are my relationships and what yeah. can I do there? And so I just, I went, okay, boom. And I, I, uh, I just cold, I just stopped drinking. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I literally, I was a one day and you know, all the, I always say all the dumbest things I ever did were when I was drinking, mm-hmm. which they are. If I look back and look at stupid things I've done, I was like, oh yeah, that was drunk. Mm, for sure. It says right on the bottle, impairs motor skills. You know? <laughs> yeah. Dulls your judgment. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. What would you say is the scariest thing or scariest encounter you've ever experienced with all the extreme things you've done? Was there a moment where you really thought more than every other moment, wow, this is it, like, I'm done? You know, I, I got lost at sea, and it was only for the day, but a day's a long time. <laughs> only for a day? Yeah. That's only still for a day. scary. Yeah, it was scary. Wow. It was lost? scary. I was, How'd you get lost? Um, I was jet skiing between islands in Hawaii and, uh, and the fog was really bad from the volcano. The smoke from the volcano was, oh, um, the visibility was less than a mile. And, uh, and I went just off course, just got the, the uh, unusual current and a combination of a, a few factors just put me out in the middle of the ocean, about 60 miles oh. north of the big island and which kind of the next stop's Alaska or something. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a bad world because you're in the middle of the ocean anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and so that was, I had a while to think about things and I was like, that was, you know, I mean, I've had other traumatic moments that were short lived. Like two minutes or yeah. Yeah. You know, being held down at the bottom of the ocean by a giant wave and wondering with boots on, wondering if you're ever going to come up and, you know, falling in glaciers. I mean, I've had a lot of pinned on waterfall. I mean, I, I, there's a long list. I can just keep <laughs> going, but, but the fact is, is that <laughs> this one was like a stretched out one and, uh, your mind will play tricks on you. That's for- right. You start, you know, when you sit with yourself for 14 hours and, you know, wonder if, you know, if you're ever going to get back again, but there's, it's, you know, and I, and I, I can only imagine what you'd do if you went days and days. I mean, at a certain point you start, I think having to, you know, you have to start trying to figure out, you know, how to survive. But I, I was, I wasn't quite to that point yet. I was still on the, on the, you know, am I going to, you know, you weren't gonna, that hungry yet. No, <laughs> yeah. not yet. But wow. So what happened about um, I got rescued by the Coast Guard. They, they, I had an EPIRB, which I didn't know if it was working or not. You know, you just turn them on and uh-huh. they have a little light that beeps and, you know, you don't know what wow. that means. I mean, it could be beeping. It doesn't mean anybody's reading it or wow. are they hearing it? And, uh, and so that, uh, I had like a C-130 flew over me. I mean, first of all, finding somebody in the ocean, even when the EPIRB is like finding a needle in a haystack. Oh my goodness. Especially when you're, you know, on a jet ski. So many and miles. Miles. It's a big, big place. So what happened? Uh, mentally for you or emotionally after that moment when you saw the Coast Guard coming up, realize 
No, the plane flew plane. over first. Oh, the plane flew over. Dropped You're it. like, and I was like, and I goes like, well, there's, the plane's not going to be able to pick me up. And then, <laughs> so it flew away, and I was like, well, first it flew over and didn't see me, and then I was like, well, that was it. That was my shot. It's over. Oh man! And then it came back around like 45 minutes later and was down low, and then he, and then they flew over and saw me, um, and then it split, and I'm like, because I was thinking, all oh, right, the plane's here, and then I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Like, how am I going to? I can't get. It's not going to land. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, and then about an hour after that, a chopper. Uh, showed up and uh, you knew. and plucked me out. Yeah, they plucked me out of the water and wow. Also, and, it was a helicopter. Yeah, Gosh. with a basket. Well, I mean those big, the big red sure, boys. Sure, sure. Those so it wasn't range. a boat. It was a no, no, no. Wow, no, it was a chopper. The boat would have been, would have been, you know, probably so, would, have been, would have been at night. So you were sitting on, and you were sitting on the jet ski. Yeah, I'd been rowing for a while. I had the makeshift oar system that I had brought with me just in case of something. I don't know what I wow. thought. In case something broke down. So I had makeshift oars and, and I actually hadn't run the jet ski out of gas because I was, um, had the foresight to know like, Hey, listen, if, if it doesn't have any gas, it's going to, I'm, I'm in mobile. You're stuck. Where if at least if I have a little bit, you can, I can run away from a shark or I can something. go to a boat or I have some mobility. So yeah. I just smart left, you know, like left a gallon <laughs> in it. Like, wow. Leave a gallon. Then what did you, I mean, was there any shift inside of you after that moment where you're like, okay, if well, I, I said saved. there was and then everybody else just laughed, but, but, you know, I, I, I definitely, you know, I, I, I prayed and said, you know, please, Lord, you know, uh, save me. And, you know, I promise I'll turn from my sinful ways, <laughs> you know. And did you? And, uh, and I, I, I did. I, <laughs> I think I did months. partially, you know. I mean, I, I think at a certain point, uh, it, it definitely, I mean, it, you know, each one of those things has a, has a, has a effect on the wheel. Every spoke, you just don't know what effect what spoke has and mm-hmm. you know how that played in but i i mean absolutely what that how that affected me yeah um it was pretty heavy and then i and then i was working on Waterworld at the time uh that the movie, the movie and yeah. i was in the stunt department and when i got there um the stunt guys just embraced me like you know like wow. one of their lost brothers and i mean it, it was a, it was a big emotional it was a, when i got back in the coast guard uh um, helicopter and landed there was I had all you know all my family was at the airport and oh, wow. it was you know it was it was it was an it was an intense emotional thing you know uh, it, it, you know I, I say that it you know rounded some of the corners you know yeah a little bit a little <laughs> bit they just filed some of the edges but. I mean when I was in Hawaii I remember hearing the, the story of the legend Eddie Aikau yeah, who you know exactly. went out and sacrificed yeah. his life and it's exactly. like he was the biggest hero in Hawaii I'm, I'm exactly. assuming one of the biggest heroes it's almost like you almost experienced the same thing. Yeah, I might not have got the hero part, but I definitely was experiencing <laughs> the, the lost part. sea part. <laughs> the idiot yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you still do the big extreme waves and the big uh, extreme? I do. You do. I do. Is it as big as it used to be? What's well, as big as it'll get me? Right. <laughs> as big as it get you? Yeah. But it's as I big mean, as it used to be big, twenty years it, ago. It, it's as big as the ocean will give me. Oh, really? You yeah, go as big as you can not, go. Still, it's, it's not. Yeah. And does it does it worry you now with the family and doing these extreme activities? Still, I or? mean, it worries me because it always has worried me. So it doesn't. You know, I don't think it's. I don't think that the. I mean, the intensity of the of the of the fear when it is as much as it can be, I don't think can increase. Mm, right. It's. Scary. I, I don't think that <laughs> at a certain point, uh, there's only so much fear that you can you know, that you can really muster. And, and right. at the end, it's, I don't think it, it I mean, I mean, I, that's a, a commonly asked question is, you know, do you do it different because you have daughters and a family? And I'm, 
and, and you know and and I continue to answer it in in the same way I have from the beginning which is you know I really want them to know me for who I am and I'm a big wave rider as one of the things that I do and I want to know I want them to see what that how that makes me mm. that when I'm done doing that what do I look like before I do it what do I look like what you know what is that how what's that effect mm. on what, on dad what's it make you feel who do you become when you well I, you know that? I have an energy uh that comes into me that's you know that it's from there mm-hmm. that the ocean gives me that you know it's that extra it's that you know that superhuman yeah. power that you get to do these things that the that it gives you it get yeah. the end the ocean gives you this this power you know when the surf's big it's like i can be wounded hurt and i just <laughs> it's like you just can you can yeah. come you can come up for it and and uh you know, and, and then you get the, you know, and, and you're frantic before you're, you know, you're in, if there's a forecast that's going to be giant, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're can be, can, you can be, you know, have an edge and mm-hmm. be unruly in <laughs> an anticipation of sure. it. And, you know, and then tired right before sometimes really just exhausted from the anticipation, but yeah. it's almost like the body has a mechanism to kind of shut the system way down before it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of get that and, you know, and then, and then of course the elated, you know, Either the, either the, uh, you know, the, either the, you know, the, the agony of defeat or the, you know, or, or just the elated, <laughs> you know, feeling of and, and, and expression of, you know, accomplishing something sure. unique and special. And, and, uh, you know, I continue to evolve in what, the way I do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my objectives are still the same. I don't participate in, you know, it's like I, I've shifted to another aspect of big wave, right. big wave because of through my natural evolution and not for any other reason than that. And, and I'm fortunate that, you know, like the last, just the last season I just had was the, you know, that was the highest, um, the highest kind of level of, 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 uh, of what I could do, yeah. um, that I've had so far. <clears throat> really? So last season, wow. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, in a way now, now, I, I, at this point, I, I don't think I could I could do what I did 20 years ago the way yeah, I did yeah. it 20 years ago. But mostly because that's not what I'm doing. Not because yeah. I couldn't do it. If that's what I, if that's what I was doing, it's just uh-huh. I'm not doing that. And I think I have the a, a unique, um, and I don't. I would like to say maybe part of it was a plan, but I think I have something unique, which yeah. is I get to keep changing it. Of course, evolving. Yeah, which allows me first of all to adjust the goal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, 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 the sport changes a little bit each yeah. time, so the goal changes. So I keep shifting <clears throat> and adapt, and mm-hmm. which uh, leads me to ultimately continue contentment mm-hmm. and and avoiding uh, what a famous stuntman don't let your memories be bigger uh, than your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so my dreams continue to be wow. bigger than that's my cool. memories, and, like and as big as my memories are. And so that's a big thing. I think yeah. that's a big part of what you know we're right now the focus is on hydrofoil surfing and uh and we know through the that's what the the thing underneath yeah. or yeah, yeah yeah the board lifts up and flies yeah, above the cool. water um a lot more dangerous um, <laughs> you're attached to the board the boards of you know like a samurai sword but um which adds to the danger it yeah. makes so you don't need quite as big a surf to have it be right feel dangerous. dangerous yeah and interesting. Which is interesting because now it's like in less conditions you can be, it'd be like, you know, you're a motorbike racer and then now you do it naked. So you go <laughs> half the speed and it's twice right, right. as scary. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a little bit like that, like that kind of a situation where, and, uh, but yet on the top end of it, we know that this is the way that we can ride the biggest waves in the yeah, world. Yeah, that's crazy. So, what would life be like if there were no waves? It'd be flat. That'd be, you'd have to have giant motors. There'd have to be a lot of pistons involved and a lot of fuel yeah. to, to make up for that. Okay. You know? I mean, but, but if there was no waves, ultimately. There's no waves for you to surf. Listen, if there was no waves, there would be no life. Mm. That's the only thing. That's the one little catch about that one, which because mm. if there was no waves, it'd mean that there was no storms, which means there'd be no weather, which means that there'd be, we'd have a hard time existing here mm-hmm. because everything would be in chaos. So, so, so it's just a coincidence that the, the waves are an intricate part of nature mm. and its energy and, and our life on earth. But, but, uh, so we but, need, we need storms to thrive is what you're telling me. We do. We do. We need for our environment to, to, to keep turning and mixing mm. the air and, you know, I think creating the rain and creating the systems. I mean, yeah. we, that's part of our, that's an essential part of our, our environment. Would you say, as individuals, we need storms to thrive as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all. It's all. Uh, it's the same you know, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's symbolic. There's yes, always. Of course. It, it's, That's it's, what I was going for. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to finish with a couple of questions. Okay. Because uh, this has been awesome. So thank yeah. you so far for sharing everything. One of the things I want to ask is, what are you most grateful for recently? Well, I'm most. I mean, I'm most grateful grateful for my family mm-hmm. for sure. I yeah. mean, it's it's. Not just because Gabby's listening. <laughs> no, not just because Gabby's listening. But but yeah, just uh, love. You yeah. know, I think I'm most grateful for loving and being loved. Uh, being loved is, I mean, by your friends. You know, of course, first by your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and and, uh, and 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 that and that I've been able to to do uh, the things that I love so much to, and mm-hmm. and and make a life of it. Mm-hmm. I think that that's been. You know, that's been something that's been, uh, it's just been an amazing, it, it continues to be an amazing blessing to, yeah. to, to, you know, um, I always quote the jerk, you know, again, uh, find your special purpose, but you know, oh, that's what I want my daughters to do, find their special purpose, but to be able to find your, you know, find, find your special purpose and, 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 and then do it, find mm-hmm. it young mm-hmm. and then have a, and then have a life of doing it. And when I look at my, what I've been able to do, in my life. I mean, I've lived lives, many lives. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I, and, uh, and, and I see, you know, I, I, I'm around some of the wealthiest people in the world uh-huh. and, 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 and I feel sorry for them because that they, that with all that abundance of wealth, they don't have what is the greatest gift, the greatest treasure, which is ultimately first having great relations. Yeah. But, ultimately great experiences yeah. and like, and these ones that you can't buy, you, you can't buy this stuff right. because you can't buy skill and you can't buy experience. Mm. You have to earn it mm-hmm. and you have to learn it. And it, it's, it's, uh, I mean, that's just, sure. You know, <laughs> what's the key to, um, having great relationships while you go after your dream after your big dreams. And what's the key to, to thriving that? in relationships? You know, I mean, it's, I think there's a combination of a couple of things to be honest. Mm. I think you got to be truthful, um, with yourself, yeah. with the people, whoever that is, you got to be truthful with the, with your, with, with any, and again, even expressing things that are just your opinion. Again, yeah. you, and you could be wrong. 
Chances are you might be. Yeah. A lot of times you are. <laughs> Admitting you're wrong. Yeah. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Accepting the fact Dropping that you're your wrong. Ego. Saying yeah. you're sorry. Yeah. For sure. Saying you're sorry. Um, and, and, uh, and loving. Being, mm. un, being just, and, but loving for real. Like yeah. in a real way. Being, and being somebody, and, and also being reliable. Mm-hmm. Being, being reliable. Like yeah. having them, you know, unique. And that all comes from truth and all these other pieces, you know, lead into, you know, uh, people knowing they can rely on you and, yeah. and, and knowing that, you know, and sometimes I'm not good with the, with the small stuff as good, but it, but knowing that list when it's really, when it comes down and it gets heavy, mm-hmm. you're the one you, they want, it's like, they want to call you, they, you know, they, they can, you know, my girls, uh, I can build such confidence in them if they know that they have this rock behind, mm-hmm. like they know that there's a big rock in the back, then they can yeah. just go out and do anything, rip it up. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, cause they know yeah. that they can, you know, turn sure, around sure. and there's a rock there you know, ready to, ready to Support, be there for yeah. What's the three things that you do every morning um, that you feel like is a must for you to do in order to have a successful day, in order to have the most out of your day? The three maybe habits that you have to perform, something you eat, a practice, something with your family. What are those three things to set you up to win? To set me up to win? Uh, well, I definitely, I mean, I, I need to shower when I <laughs> yeah. wake up. Like as soon as I wake up, I need to go in the water, yeah. like rinse off, be in the water, dive in the water, swim in the water, whatever, just be, just, but get like, ultimately like pool, sh- water, like shower first, like shower. out of the bed, going straight to the shower. Yeah. You know, that just cold, hot. Yeah. Mind. Cold, hot. But, but you normally cold, cold always at the end. Yeah. If, if I go hot, yeah, otherwise just straight, you know, stand in the cold shower. Yeah. Um, got to have that. That's just like the, that, that gets me rolling in the beginning. Then, then from there we go to. Um, fuel up, you know, whatever it's a combination of, uh, a little morning rituals, whether it's sea salt, water, lemon, mm. you know, some, uh, mushroom powder, some raw eggs, you know, I, I'm, and then I'm going to, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to caffeinate. I'm going to caffeinate. Raw eggs? Yeah, yeah. Are you I'll rocky? Just, yeah. <laughs> In a way. I like it. In a way. There's okay. a rocky aspect of it. How many so raw eggs do you couple, have? A couple of raw eggs every day. Oh. So. I, I make it easy. You poke a hole in them and you just suck them out of the air. Oh. It doesn't, but it doesn't have that same effect. Really? You don't gag on them. Uh, no gag reflex. Okay. But, um, and then, and then, you know, you know, and then, and then fuel like caffeine up, caffeinate uh-huh. that. So that's all part of that morning ritual, like the, the, the fueling. And then, and then it's, and then ultimately it's the, the girls contact with mm-hmm. the girls. Mm, that's you great. Know, the, the, the good morning kiss, uh, from Gabby and, and, and maybe, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a hot cocoa espresso, you yeah, know, conversation, cool. little touch, cut, kiss on the girls, you know, kiss, touch yeah. the girls, see the girls, and then, and then, and then we're ready to rock and roll. Whatever we got to do, climb a hill, you know, <laughs> knock a tree, do whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is, you know, <laughs> lay around and breathe, you know, <laughs> exactly. whatever, whatever, yeah. yeah, sweat and almost yeah. pass out. Yeah. <laughs> what are the, if it's the the last day of your life, and you've got three truths of all the. 50 lives you've lived yeah, and you could boil it down to three simple truths about life to share with your family, your friends, the world. You got a piece of paper, you could write them down and that's all they got to have of you with these three things left. What would you say are those three truths? And they're, but like parables. Well, I'm going to have to give you the one that my mom gave me, which is if you can't be true to yourself, then you can't be true to anyone. Hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd have to put that right up there at the top because that's, okay. that's just, um, mandatory. Um, 
and you know, again, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go, uh, I gotta go hard right again on this one and I'd be, uh, you know, speed and take chances. Speed and take chances. Speed and take chances. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Because that brings a focus on. That's how I, I tell people like, that's my, you know, like people go be safe, have a safe trip. I'm like speed and take chances. Like, yeah. because in a way that's more, you know, cautious killed the caution killed the cat. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you gotta be like a little more like, you know, go into it with, you know, um, and, and, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think this, I think it's a longer list than that, but those are the ones that just pop out okay. right away. Can't be true to yourself. Can't be true to anyone, which, um, which ultimately you need to be true to, true to everyone. And, and, and then, uh, what else? The third one. The third one would be, uh, that's a pretty tough one. I'm trying to think. Maybe the third <laughs> one might, I might have to give you the third one because I have a couple different ways I want to go with it. Uh-huh. But I, I, I don't, I feel like I'll, I'll waste what would be the most important. I'm going to croak and I got to kind of, um, you know, I, I think, uh, take your time. I'd have to go with love. I'd have to go, you got to love your, you know, I got, you got to, um, you got to go first and Gabby has that. She's been saying that about being taking the being first, but you gotta, you, you just gotta, you know, you gotta go, you gotta go with, you gotta go with love your, you know, mm. love your neighbors as yourself or, you know, just, I think you need, I think you need to, we need to be nice to people. Mm. Okay. I like those I'm three going with that one. That's, I like those three cheers. That's it. Uh, I have a one final question for you, but before yeah. we ask it, what is, what are you working on? What are you excited about? Your businesses, you've got these food, yeah. you've made this incredible coffee for me this sure. morning. You've got sure. stand up paddle Some boards. Action. You got, tell yeah. me, tell me everything you got going on. Where can we connect with you online? Well, yeah. Well, I got Laird stand up, which is a, uh, uh, stand up paddling equipment, which uh-huh. obviously I was a, you know, instrumental in, in starting that sport. Yeah. Um, and so I, and that's a bunch of stand up equipment for flat water waves, learning, you know, experts, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And some really nice equipment. So Laird stand up and then, uh, and then I have an apparel line that we're just launching, mm. um, a Laird, Laird apparel stuff that I'm doing, which is it's part of like the hats up here. Tech, I saw. Yeah. That's a, that's one of the parts of it. Um, and then there's, but it's a technical line, which all kinds of really like technical, uh, you know, surf shorts and shirts that dry really quick and mm-hmm. fitness workout stuff nice. and stretch stuff. And, you know, like a whole, like, a uh, you know, things that you're going to need and, you know, in, in the daily life of yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Um, and, and then, and then I have this, uh, thing called the total wave that we're, that we're used. It's by the pool you did that you didn't uh-huh. see. That's like this, uh, that's roller. Solid. That's yours. That's the roller pipe. Yeah. Wow. And Gabby and I are involved in that project. That's cool. And it's a roller, a, a roller, uh, fitness device that uses momentum. And so you can do all these different exercises and this, it has this wow. kind of movement that's, that's, uh, not only sport specific for any board sport or skiing or any kind of movement, but then it's, then it's amazing for just agility and balance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's a whole, um, connective tissue kind of thing where you're all, yeah, you use the whole body to do sure, it. Sure. So there's some cardio, some cardio, uh, aspects to that. Mm-hmm. So the total wave and then, and then the golf board. Um, is, is exploding. That's the one right now that we're really, we have a lot of, uh, push behind as well. Sure. Um, and the golf board is, you know, you're going to see it in a lot of the golf courses, but you can go yeah. to golfboard.com. Golfboard.com. And check that out and laugh. And, and it's it an all wheel drive electric, uh, board that you play golf on that's huh. revolutionizing the game of golf. Really? It's going to, it's speeding up play. It's making good players play better. It's bringing new people into it. It's allowing older people, you know, a whole new way perspective. It's just, it's a little bit like 
and I don't know if you know of stand-up paddle's effect on kind of water sports, but stand-up paddling is the fastest growing sport in the world right now and wow. has been for the last couple of years. And, uh, and it's because it's, it's, uh, accessibility, mobility, perspective. Mm. It just changes your whole experience. And that's what the golf board's doing in golf. Um, and then, uh, and then I have, uh, lairdsuperfood.com. You just launched this, right? Laird's lo- superfood or Laird? Laird. Laird, no S. Laird, Laird superfood. Yep. Yeah. Lairdsuperfood.com. And that we have, uh, well, we have some formulas like the one you yeah, tried this morning. Incredible. We have, a, we have a powdered formula. Um, for powder, people that like powders yeah. better that, especially if you're a coffee drinker and, and yeah. but it's meant to be put in tea or hot cocoa uh-huh. as well. Um, and there's also some, and, and there's also some dessert stuff that they're making with it. That's great. Um, they were gonna have recipes and you can go to, uh, lairdsuperfood.com and, and they, we got a whole, and then we, and we have coffee beans on there and, uh, and then these other top fuel formula mm-hmm. and, and, coconut sugar and a bunch of other products that we're, we're Amazing. launching. And it's, you know, that one's, I mean, all these things that I'm involved in are all authentic to, to me. I mean, yeah. it's things that, that I use naturally or I'm sure, involved with sure. it because that's just the, the nature of my approach. I think that's the, that's a, the only sincere, um, thing, uh, the way that, that I can do it. Uh, and then, so that, but that's, that's the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the big pusher are those, are those, uh, those items right yeah, now. And then cool. I have a, another thing called XPT, which is extreme pool training, which you didn't get to experience, but hopefully, hopefully um, I come back but you, but you got to experience the <laughs> land part of it, which is yeah. that, that land stuff we implement into the water yeah. and, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's something a little bit different. And then, yeah. uh, and then that's the, you know, that's, that's the, those are the, the, the main, main things are working. Yeah. On. And, I, and I also have a, uh, we're in the process of shooting a documentary about right. foiling. Okay. So, um, hmm. There's a, a lady by the name of Roy Kennedy, who's one of the Kennedys that is, wow. uh, but she's also a famous uh, documentarian okay. director. And so we're, 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 we're doing a film about hydrofoil surfing and, and, and the pursuit of trying to ride the biggest, furthest, fastest waves in the world. Wow. And so that's our, that's another one of our, our kind of our, our, our thrusts. That's and, cool. And, uh, well, it's just, you know, it's lots of fun things. Absolutely. That's it's, awesome. you know, it's, I think it's, it's, it's only natural to just keep, yeah keep evolving and you know it's uh, these are things i'm excited about stuff i do or you know that i i do um i do naturally and so it's it's sure. just it's it's why not very cool we'll have we'll have it all linked up yeah. below on the, the show yeah. notes as well yeah uh final question before i ask i always uh finish with an acknowledgement of okay. my my guest yes so i want to acknowledge you for oh, all right I've only experienced you for a couple hours and now for but sure. from everything i know about you things yeah. i've heard about you yeah. research i want to acknowledge you for your consistency you've been so consistent over your whole career your whole life of being true to who you are so i'm acknowledging you secondly for your truth yes and being unapologetically you all the time (laughs) from everything i've seen and our experience together yeah and also the third thing i want to acknowledge is your courage your consistent courage yes to be able to sustain this over the years and how you serve so many people you know just the level of service and care yep. and grace that you have as a, yeah. as a manly man, yeah. you have so much grace Thank about you. you, whether you know that or not. Thank you. And I was experiencing that during the breathing exercises yeah. when I was about to pass out. Sure. So sure. <laughs> I want to really acknowledge you for all that you do for so many people and Thank for you. your consistency, your truth and your care. Thank you. And uh, your courage. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank appreciate you for it. that. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Thanks a lot. The final yeah. question okay. is what's your definition of greatness? Hmm. 
What's my definition? It's it's probably long. It's a long. It's a long. But great is is uh, well, great is compassionate. Mm. Absolutely, an incapable of being great without being compassionate. Uh, great is is humble. Because you're not great unless you're humble. Um, so we got compassionate and, and humble. Um, uh, great is is uh, well courageous. Mm-hmm. You gotta have gotta be courageous. Yeah. So gotta be compassionate. Gotta be humble. Gotta be courageous. Yeah. Um, great is loving. Gotta be loving. If you're not mm-hmm. loving, then then you're then you're definitely not compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that that that's you know that would probably be and uh, what else? It, I think it goes on and on. But I'll sure. start with that. Awesome. Laird Hamilton, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it so much for having me. Thank you. It was my pleasure. There you have it, guys. LewisHouse.com slash 212. Please share this with your friends. Anyone who wants to be inspired to learn more about how to optimize their body, their mind, their health, their lifestyle, make sure to share this link, LewisHouse.com, with your friends over on Facebook and Twitter and Google+. Again, it's LewisHouse.com slash 212. Big thank you. Very grateful to have Laird on and share his wisdom with all of the listeners at the School of Greatness. And make sure to head back to the show notes to learn more about all that he's up to and everything he's got going on in his his business, his lifestyle. Check out his websites, all of his new products. Make sure to go head over there and learn more over at the show notes, lewishouse.com slash 212 very soon. Thank you guys again so much. Make sure to check out lewishouse.com slash 212 for more. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.